Hello and good morning. What am I going to do today is I'm going to discuss uh, some lessons from my students' module as we transition to modular or online learning because I believe that no matter how brief and concise our modules are, there are still lessons that needs to be discussed further. So I'm going to I'm going to try to provide examples and we are going to simplify things to the best of my ability. So I hope that uh, you're able to to get the main purpose of this recording which is to help you understand each and every lessons of your module. So again, thank you and good morning. So let's go now to lesson 3 for the subject contemporary world. No? Lesson 3 uh, tackles about the the three world models. So the three world models, kakatuning first world, second world, and third world. So I believe that as we go along with this chapter, we will see kung diyon sa nila pag-define ang first world, second world, and third world countries. So to begin with, ang gingon sa inyong module, there is no third world. There is no global south. Muna ang giinguni Martin Lewis in the 1960s to 70s and 80s. Scholars divided the earth into three parts. The first world, the second world, and the third world. The reigning three world theory. However, it was conceptually incoherent in combining incommensurate geopolitical and socio-economic features. So, niyana sila nga ang mga scholars ragidaw ang nag-invento or nag-classify or nag-categorize as first world, second world, and third world. So, niyana po ang mga ubang researchers nga medyo incoherent man siya kay ang ubang places nga lugar sa geographical, sa economic, medyo dilipod ni mo nga Diliksod ni mo basta-basta maingon ra nga third world, second world, or even first world. Kay maglisod man ka sa geographical composition o even sa economic nga. Kung mora na imong basihan, mura glisod pod kaayo. So, in siya. First world encompassed all industrialized democratic countries which were assumed to be allied with the United States in the struggle against Soviet Union. So, nakaingon din sila. Ah, ang kaning first world di ay is for those who are industrialized, democratic country, and allied with the United States or ang nakipag-uba nila sa pag-war against the Soviet Union. We must always remember nga kaning first world, second world, and third world or the north-south division to be general is nagsugod ni siya atong pag-cold war which is the war against the United States and the Soviet Union or now the Russia. Muna na siya gitawag ka rin the Russian. Ang Russia man na siya ang Soviet Union before. So muna ilang gibutangan nga, ilang gidefine nga. Ang first world di ay is mo ni siyang mga uh, encompasses all industrialized democratic country and which were assumed to be allied with the United States in the struggle against Soviet Union. Yet, not all were. So, ingon sila nga. Ah, medyo nagkamali sila sa usaka definition sa first world ang katong allies with the US sa pagkontra sa United sa Soviet Union kay not all were were in the favor of the United States. Ningon siya. 
Finland and Switzerland, among others, maintain strict neutrality. So even ang Finland o ang uh, Switzerland, neutral sila, pero wa man sila na-appeal sa first world kay dili man daw sila appeal sa first world kay dili man sila in favor of the US sa pag-fight sa Soviet Union pero what the ba nga during that time kay makonsider gid unta silang first world pero wala lang kay because wala man sila na sud sa katong ikatulo nga ikatulo nga murag category which is an ally of the United States against the war sa Soviet Union The, fir- the, f- the term First World was first used during the Cold War. This term was un- originally used to describe countries that were aligned with the Katong NATO or the Kanang North Atlantic Treaty Organization and were components of the Soviet Union. However, upon the collapse of the Soviet Union in the early 1990s, the term has changed slightly. The definition of first world country today are used to describe set of countries around the world with similar and distinctive countries. So, molagito pag una sa wala pa na fall ang Soviet Union, sa wala pa siya labungkag, Uh, mo pato siya apil yun nga ang first world o sa sa mga kategory nga makaingon ka aka ni this is the first world it is because kung alay ka sa US against the war sa Soviet Union pero pagka fall or pagka pildi sa Soviet Union mga early 1990s the term has changed slightly the definition of first world countries today is used to describe set of countries around the world with similar and distinctive characteristics. So, ingon din siya nga. Unsa man ni sila, unsa man ni, or kinsa man ni sila mga country, ha, kono. First world countries have laws in place and have high-functioning democracy. So, nagkalahit na ang meaning. Unang-una, ingon siya, first world countries have laws in place, have laws na ay mga balaod in place, high-functioning democracy. There is a little political risk within this country. The economy of a first world country is stable. Stable. There is a high standard of living. These countries have capitalist economies. So, you see class nagka-change ang meaning from a very morag physical or supportive meaning nga kanang industrialized, democratic or allies into mura sa nagka-economic bang dato ka high functioning, high standard of living from a very physical meaning, nahug siya economical meaning, kung kinsa to'y mas dakog economy, kung kinsay mas uh, lower of political risk. So, nagkalahi yun ang meaning di ay. Several factors are considered, the gross domestic product and the gross national product. Gross domestic product are those products or or are those nga na revenue sa countries nga nakuha within the state or within sa paghimo og kanang or sa pagpalit og locally made no ang kanang gross national product is sa gawas man from export imports muna siya from export the rather so muna siya sa national product ang gross domestic is from the locality ang national is 
gawas sa locality pag yun na to nga mga transaction. No? Going back to the early history of the term, countries that were allied with the U.S. were member states of NATO, former British colonies, and were that developed and neutral countries that were industrialized and developed were considered to be first world countries. Malagi na sa kung kikaingon from a very physical or a very kanabang traditional meaning ah, kung allied ka mo na yung first world. Nahimo siya into economic, no, nagtanaw siya sa economic standing sa Osaka country. So, medyo dito siya sa economic na kaya ba ni mong standing, kung in highly industrialized ba ka, muna na siya meaning karon sa first world countries, na? Following the Cold War, will Belgium, Canada, Denmark, France, West Germany, Greece, Italy, Luxembourg, Netherlands, Norway, Portugal, Spain, Turkey, United Kingdom, and the United States. Neutral countries aside from Finland and Switzerland were after mentioned including Australia, Israel, Japan, and New Zealand, and South Korea. So, mula ginakaroon ka ng nagkalahi-lahi na ang meaning sa first world. Karoon kay more on the economic side ng kung kusgan, kung dato ang usag country, then you belong to the first world. Kay sa una mang good, more on the alliances, no? Ang ilang sigurado nga kung alay ka, kung mostly democratic ka, you are part of it. But now, today, more, more on the, again, more on the economic side. The Second World was anchored on the industrialized communist realm of the Soviet Union and its Eastern European satellite. Yet, it is often included poor communist states located elsewhere. The term was also first used during the Cold War era, along with the First World and the Third World. The term that was used to divide nations of the world. So, mulagi na ang Second World more on the uh, uh, communist side more or more on the form of the government sa ilang gigamit no? and the third world was defined simultaneously as the non-aligned the non-aligned world and as the global realm of, realm of poverty under developed poor Soviet allies Mongolia oh. bali ang second world medyo dito na padung sa Soviet or Medyo allied sila sa Soviet Union and medyo dili kay sila affluent. Pero karon ang second world countries, murag may pagka-affluent naman kung you are going to base it on the contemporary or the what is used today. No? Nga mo lang, Japan, ang third world kay medyo poor, medyo allied sa uh, uh, poor Soviet allies like Mongolia, Cuba, North Korea, and North Vietnam. Thus, thus were counted as the third world in economic terms and the second world is in political terms. Ah, okay. Ang third world kay economic gapon nga poor. Ang second world, ang second world is more of the form of government ang ilang gibasihan nga kung communist ka nga medyo allied ka sa Soviet Union during that time you are called second world countries 
The term the term third world country was first used during the Cold War. This term was first used to categorize country into three groups based on their politics and economics. During the Cold War, third world countries typically had colonial past in Asia, Africa, Latin America, and Oceania. After the fall of the Soviet Union in the early 1990s, the terminology of the third world has changed somewhat. Today, the term third world is used to describe country that is not developed as much as other countries and faces economic, social, political, and environmental and other issues alike. And other issues alike. This has led to some confusion to how the term was originally used. Oh, so until now, wa sila kibaw kung asa ni nagikan ang third world kay mostly ang most common is first and second draman yun. The use of ter- the use of the term third world is being used less frequently because of the confusion about its definition. Instead, it is being replaced with the terms including least developed countries, least developed countries, developing countries, and the global south. The least economic the the least economically developed countries or LEDCs are based on the United Nations data that have lowest socio-economic development and human development index rating. These countries have weaknesses in areas including nutrition, education, and literacy, have economic vulnerabilities, and have widespread poverty. So, karun, after the war and after katong mga uh, and after the war and after mga 1990s, naklaro na yun, no sa United Nations nga ang katong mga third world or mga underdeveloped countries parehan nato sa Philippines is nagbutang na yung category and more of the economic side po ang ilhang gigamit na klaro na ang third world country na ang third world is na ay mga problems or weaknesses including nutrition, education, and literacy then how economic vulnerabilities and so on so let's go now to the third world and the global south. No? We have probably heard of the first world problems when someone cracks the screen on their phone or gets the writing order at the coffee shop and then goes to their social media accounts. You might see their accomplishment with the hashtag first world problems. What are the implications of talking about countries as first or third? Where did where did these terms came from? These terms are outdated and inaccurate ways of thinking about global stratification. Meaning, global stratification ngani class asa mo na belong sa inyong global strata asa man na belong. Are we on the first world, second world, third world? How then are we going to talk about global stratification? Let us begin by deconstructing the idea of first, second, third world hierarchy by looking looking their origins by looking into their origins and their implications. The terms date back to the Cold War when western policymakers began talking about the world as three distinct political and economic blocks. Western capitalist countries were labeled as first world, the Soviet Union allies, first world, the Soviet Union and its allies was themed as second world, 
everyone else was grouped into third world. So, duharag yun. No? Either economically strong ka, you are first world. Second world, kung alay ka sa Soviet Union, second world. And the rest, whether publika or unsa, you belong to the third world. After the Cold War ended, the category of second world countries become null and void. But somehow the term first world, first world and third world stuck around in the public consciousness. Third world countries were started just as, just as a vague cat, catch-haul term for non-alliance countries came to be associated with impoverished state, impoverished galik at mga pubri, while the first world was associated with rich industrialized countries. So, claro kayo class nga. Ang third world, ang third world, no mga katong pubri yun nga, ang mga first world, kay katong mga dato, no, economic gigihapon. In addition to being outdated, these terms are also inaccurate. There are more than 100 countries that fit to be labeled as third world, but they have vastly different levels of economic stability. Some are relatively poor, but many are not. For example, lumping Botswana and Rwanda into the category does not make much sense because the average income per capita in Botswana is nine times larger than Rwanda. Nowadays, social scientists sort countries into groups based on specific level of economic productivity. To do this, use the gross domestic product which measures the total output of countries and the gross national product which measures GDP per capita in the world bank. So, muna, naglibog na giyod, no? Ang mga scientists or ang mga researchers kung asa ibutang ang ubang countries kay naako na 100 countries nga dili fit nga ibutang sa third world kay ang ilamang pong per capita income or ang ang ilang per day nga income is mas dako over the other but mo lagi na uh, it 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 uh, it uh, causes confusion kay tungod sa categorization but uh we'll see no there is a new and simply and simpler classification north south was created as second world countries joined either the first world or the third world global north and global south are very are a way for countries in the south to make stand about common issues problems and even causes in order to have equality all throughout the world. These distinctions points largely to racial inequality between the black and white. According to Ritzer, at the global level, whites are disproportionately in dominant north, while blacks are primarily in the south. So, naglibog po sila kay Diliman po pwede kay namay ubang mga whites and blacks nga Napod sa North and South, no? So, pareha na gini sa umang discipline class nga maglibog ta. Nga, but one thing is for sure is ang first world katugid ng mga rich, no? Mga, mga countries. Next is, how the third world become the global south, the origin of the third world. 
as published in the International Encyclopedia of Social Sciences, edited by a edited by a Hillblood, the world was largely divided into several empires in the 19th century. Each empire possessed a civilized central peripheries that were more or less primitive or even barbaric. It is unlikely that citizens of what now called the Global North developed or developed or high-income countries would have given much thought of the inhabitants of what was to become known as the Third World countries and now Global South called the developing or or low-income countries when they did the most when they did when they did most would have been considered these people to be inferior in some way by virtue of being non non-white less educated or even primitive so murag niingon sila nga uh, it's too much not to to define whether global south or third world ka because of your race and sila class. Third World was coined in 1952 by Al- Alfred Sauvy, a French demographer, anthropologist, and economic historian who compared the third estate as a concept that emerged in the context of the French Revolution. Ang kaning first estate, morag ni first, second, and third. Ang first estate is Simply the commoner. As construst. Ay, dili. Ang first. Uh, mm, ah, okay. Turn concept that emerged. First estate refers to the clergy and the monarch. Kay mo na sila mga dato. Sila na mga first world. Ang second, muto silang mga nobility. Second estate to the nobility and the third world. Is the balance or where the commoner or the people. First world were then characterized by greater order, higher incomes, and longer life expectancies. Most people in the third world through rules of European colonies far lived from subjected, most illiterate, and few have been aware that even that they formed a majority of the world's population. But such awareness was growing among leaders, within these poor countries, many of whom had been educated at, less, at least partly in Europe or America. This awareness and exposure to the Western cultures, expectations of, and hope inspired many third world leaders to try to improve colonial living or conditions and win political independence. So, muna to siya class. Ang gikuan ragid niya din he is uh, what we get, what we are getting into this lesson is that the various, no? The various origin of the first, second, third world which is the three katong models, no? Nakaibawta nga usahay ang pagkategorize before the world war was more of was uh, during the the Cold War, the I of U.S. and the Soviet Union, ang ilang pagkategorize whether first, second, or third is more of the physical or katugid ng 
or katong yun nga allies baka sa Soviet Union or kung allies ka sa US, first world ka. Kung allies ka sa, un- sa Soviet Union, second world ka. And katong mga pobre na yun mo siya third world. But after the world war, uh, nausab na yun ang mga meanings po na himo na siyang economically dependent na katong kung dato ka, kung highly industrialized ka, kung wala kay, kay problema sa education, um, muna siya ang muna siya ang mga first world. So, kumbaga, nag-change over time ang pag-define nato sa first and second, uh, first, second, third world countries. But, ultimately, maorigin na siya ang gikuan aning lesson class o asa nag-originate ang mga meanings kung unsa gyo ilang historical background and kung unsa o nato sila pag-define kanon and as we all know medyo karon nga panahon is economically naman ang pag-define no sa mga first, second, third world countries so thank you and god bless you all